pass or play. Play it now or pass it away. Pass or play. Pass or play. Hey guys, welcome to an episode of Pass or Play. Now this week, you're joined by me, Corey, the Grounded One, and Joe, Mr. TMNT. But this week, we also have a special guest, the Mad Hatter. Hello. Or or <laughs> the, the better half of myself, as some people would say. Actually, most people would say that. Would you would you most care to I would say would you care to comment on that statement there, Mr. Joe? Yeah, all people would say that she's the better half. She's like the complete. You don't even get a half. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> so she's like the, the 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 wild hunt, like the full the Witcher three, and I'm like the Witcher one. I mean, that's or, a better analogy, I guess. Or I'm not even a Witcher game. Am I just like some weird ass like copy that goes on an Android phone that looks like one of the like when you watch a she, she's like on she's Am- like Final Fantasy nine and you're like Final Fantasy two. Ouch. At least <laughs> I'm still a Final Fantasy, which brings us to this episode of Pass or Play, which this week we are talking about um, our opinions and whether you should pass or play. And we know it's been a while, but Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, the big game of last year, in my opinion, or this year, sorry, we're still in the same year. Right. <laughs> Shit's gone south this year, guys. Shit's gone south. <laughs> I mean, it took me almost a year to beat it, so. <laughs> yeah, now that finally Joe's beat the game, um, I beat the game and within, the first, within the first week of this game coming out. Uh, my better half beat this game within... The same week. first week. No, it was a week and a half. No, it I week. bought it. I beat it the day after you did, Corey. Oh, yep. shit. Yeah, so then we were all waiting on um, Mr. Slowass over here. <laughs> I'm changing my name to Mr. Slowass. <laughs> so, so. All my, I have to change all my handles as soon as I get off the show. That's a way better name. Mr. Slowass. <laughs> Makes sense now that you're working on Marvel Avengers and still haven't beat that and everyone else has beat it. Mr. S.A. <laughs> Mr. S.A. Alright, so how we're going to break this down, guys, is we're going to go through the game. We're going to talk about um, the presentation side of things, the combat, the playing of it, the story, all that stuff. And then at the end, we're going to tell you uh, whether you should pass or play on this and when you should buy it. Like the ideal. And Joe will give you the bonus ideal price point. So uh, let's get right into it. Um, as you know, Final Fantasy VII, uh, this was based off the original game from PlayStation 1. But um, as we learned uh, playing this, the story may seem the same. But actually, should we do spoilers in this? I don't know. I guess we, yeah, spoilers. There's going to be spoilers in no, this. No, whole this, this is, yeah, this is super spoiler edition. So if you haven't played the game, turn this shit off right now. Go play it and then Spoiler come back. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! So, um, but as we learn by playing through the game and beating the game, that uh, this is not like the Final Fantasy VII we know and love that we played in PlayStation One. But Joe, first question to you: uh, When it comes to presentation and story, uh, is this the same or better than the same experience and feeling that you had when you played the original PlayStation One version? I mean, it's different. I wouldn't say it's necessarily better. I would say it's extremely different, though. Um, Hype and expectation for this game were like an 11 on a scale of 1 to 10. Like, you could could cut the tension with the knife that everybody had going into this game. Like, all right, it took a million years to develop this game. Then they scrapped it. Then they rebuilt it. And then they put it out. And everybody's like, oh, well, what's it going to be like? Is it going to be any good? And then when people got their hands in the demo, they're like, oh, well, the demo's great. The control's great. And then some people are like, oh, I don't like it. Fuck this game. Um, as far as like a presentation standpoint, is it better? No, I, I really don't think it's a better game than the original as far as like presentation goes. It's more it's beautiful. It, it has that. Um, but there was just something about the original game. And it's 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 a lot of people's first RPG and that's, that's where like it, it hits home with a lot of people. This is a lot of people's first 
RPG they ever played. So it was like their gateway drug or baby's first RPG. I mean, not to say it was an easy RPG. I'm just saying it was it was a lot of people's gateway into the world of um, JRPGs or RPGs in general. And I think that if you just look at the presentation, it's a, it's a beautiful game. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's top notch. It really shows that they continue to make games on this gen. And I wouldn't even be mad like at all. Um, that's, that's really all I have to say. I, I don't think it's necessarily better. I just it's it's more beautiful, but I don't I don't necessarily think it's better presentation wise. Well, then I think, like, I kind of it's, under, it's own game, right? This is its well, own it is, thing. It is its own game, so it deserves to be treated as its own game. Yeah. Oh, did you have a comment, uh, Mad Hatter? No, I was just... You guys were talking at the same time, and it was making me dizzy. Oh, sorry. We do that sometimes. <laughs> it happens. I mean, but you should I'm used to that by now. <laughs> so, so, yeah, like, so, like Joe was saying, what's, uh, what's your opinion? I, I know, obviously, you being my, my better half, uh, Final Fantasy VII, like beating the game and stuff was something you did more recently uh, than earlier, like Joe and all that and me. So what was your opinion going from beating in the original and then coming into this one? It was definitely, as Joe says, it was different. Um, the first game, uh, the original means so much to me because that was my first platinum. My first platinum ever was. Final Fantasy VII, and I managed to beat the majority of the game by myself. The only thing I needed help with was those stupid weapons, <laughs> which I'm actually looking forward to in, and hoping they're in the remake. Um, but I, I really loved it because it was somewhat different and surprising. And it wasn't the same old rolled out game, rolled out version that it was said to have been, that it was going to be. I think the surprises and the different storyline changes and um, that made it so much better. No, I agree. I agree with that point. I feel like flushing out all the characters is what made the game for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I... You got you got a better Cloud. Cloud was not the whiny little bitch from the original game. You got the grumpy, moody Cloud from Advent Children. And I'm sorry, I love that Cloud. He's amazing. <laughs> he will always that Cloud will always be my favorite. <laughs> well, and that's the big thing, right? And that's what I found with the 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 remake too. Is for me, uh, playing through Midgar when you play through it and even playing through it again, uh, when it was re-came out for PlayStation, um, really Midgar really didn't mean like Avalanche and all those guys, you really never connected to them in a way. Um, spoiler alert, when they die in the fir- in the game, um, you really don't care. You care a little bit because it's like a character that's helping you, but it's more like a friend in a, in the war died, not a, a, a true person that you built a connection with and bond with. Dude, and seriously, think, they were fodder characters. Well, in yeah, the original, that's what I mean. In the original, they yeah. were fodder, but in this one, they weren't. This game no, really they were, brought they were like, totally flushed out. Like I cared about all of them, like mm-hmm. deeply. One like, every every character, including when we got to uh, Chocobo Sam and stuff like that. In um, the... dude, Johnny is the best character in the fucking game. <laughs> Well, the new characters, right? Like, and that's the big thing. We saw a lot of new characters. We also saw a lot of uh, differences on the characters themselves. And like I say, every character had its own personality and uniqueness that wanted us to see them again. Dude, and they even something... flushed out the henchmen more in this one, too. Which was neat. Yeah, they did. Like, so... they, gave them, they gave them more personality. I mean, you can't have much personality in a 32-bit game. So, like, it was amazing to see such a beloved game get a masterpiece remake like this that it deserves and i i love mm-hmm. the fact that square didn't just go fuck it we're just gonna remake the same old tired ass game no they're doing what they wanted to do from the beginning but just exactly. didn't have the resources to do or the time and they're saying okay well we have so much more story to tell with these characters and we're gonna do it with this game 
we're gonna make installments and i was i was a huge detractor of it being an installment but i am hugely for it now if this is what we're gonna get every time we get one of these oh hey i'm i'm in i'm 100 percent in exactly that's exactly it so so let's yeah let's go from there because obviously, you know, presentation we've we've talked about a lot. Now, this is one that I know we've all had. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's let's what? let's touch on one more thing presentation wise, and we'll go around. Okay. Like how amazing! The only thing I think is better in this game than the original game, and I can't believe I'm saying this, and I don't know how they outdid themselves, but the music in this game is the best video game music I've ever listened to in my entire life. Yes, 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 yes. I so agree. I have, I actually have the music as my ringtone and my notification tone and an alarm because I loved it so much. Like the, like even like the, like the new version of the main theme, like the, like the, like the sad version. Yes. Is absolutely one of the best things I've ever listened to in a video game. Like, yeah, I totally agree. They really took the 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 care and de- detail they put into the music of this game was insane. Like they, instead of just taking the original songs and just upgrading them or rewriting them in the sense of hey, look, they don't sound bitty anymore. They they took a lot of care, and that it it's hard to see a game or it's crazy to see a game like this where they put so much effort into music, which when a lot of games don't. And it really made yeah. a huge difference to the experience of the game, which going into that, uh, talking about music, uh, the one big difference ex- each experience had. And one thing a lot of people I liked personally was the music when it came to the battle system where they changed back and forth and every battle didn't have the same music, which was great. But that brings us into the idea, too, as well as combat in the game. Now, I know um, we all have different perspectives on this because uh, Mad Hatter played the game on. Uh, the classic mode. Uh, well, she tried on the original mode first, didn't she? I started out classic, and then halfway through, I switched to easy. Oh, yeah. so you never played with the actual new combat? You started, you played classic mode, and then switched to easy. Yeah, because oh. um, easy or the classic mode was way too easy. Really? Or not. Yeah, well, 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 because it, not. if you look at the settings, <laughs> it goes classic, easy, or it goes. Regular, easy, classic. Classic's the lowest setting of all. Classic's the lowest. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Classic's well, because, the one where like stops time, right? Yes. Yeah. Whereas easy doesn't stop time, but it um it just it makes is, it the combat easier itself. It's, it's yeah, it's the same combat as uh, the regular. Regular as normal, but it's just easier. So instead of having to like where Joe, like you were talking about before, having to, um, dude, fuck always... some of those later chapters on. Well, no, but what I mean is like, God, he, well, you were sitting there, like for example, we all had different abilities. Um, I played the entire game with not using a lot of magic, but using wait, wait, wait. Well, hold before you go into like detail, talk about let's talk about the combat in this game versus the combat in the original game. Like I know everybody loves turn based combat. I mean, it's one of the best you know, mechanics in gaming history. Um, I, I am a, I'm a purist. I love turn-based RPGs. It's probably why Dragon Quest is probably one of my favorite games of all time. It's why I love Lunar Silver Star Story because they're turn-based games. I was never really a huge Kingdom Hearts fan when I was younger just because I didn't like the combat style. Well, and I think that's the big thing. I love this game because it brings the, the what makes turn-based combat good and it adds the touch of action that I like. Like one of my favorite combat styles ever in a game that I personally like was like the Grandia uh, way of combat where your character would kind of run around, punch people, just do their own thing. But then when their bar filled up, you'd push a button, select an ability, and then they would move to that enemy and smack them. And it gave more depth to uh, the attacks themselves. So if a character was running at one of your friends, ready to do a power attack and you ran up and punched them before they did it, it would break their combat and, and stuff like that brings a little bit more um, specialization to the game. So instead of like, I know Joe, you played this a lot like a original final fantasy where 
you were more focusing on, okay, this guy's weak against uh, against ice, so I'm going to use ice attacks against it. Then when it's weakened, then I'm going to smash it. Whereas for me, I was playing this more of a, okay, this guy's over there about to attack this person. I'm going to use this ability here that does this. That yeah, I caught, I caught, yeah, I caught on to that game game style late in the. I, I really learned how to play the game correctly so late in the game that I was like, oh fuck, man, I played this game wrong the whole fucking time. <laughs> like I didn't worry like. It did because it didn't play like a normal Final Fantasy with stagger gauges like like thirteen or or fifteen. It played like or Xenoblade. It kind of played like the staggering was a little different in this one. Like the meters weren't they didn't raise as fast. Yeah. So like it, at a, at some point I was like fuck this like how do I raise these fucking things? And then I was like oh I have abilities I can raise them faster. Maybe I should have fucking read the menus. Or or you or gain the abilities at the beginning of the game instead of waiting till the very Wait end. Wait till the end. Like, and then oh, I've been using the very first weapons. Yeah, my fucking materia is like level zero, going into like the last few chapters. I'm like, oh, well, well fuck me. Yeah, and then Joel, I sit and grind for three hours just to beat the final two chapters. Yeah, because yeah. Joe also didn't have the. He only had the. He only had one ability going into chapter oh, seventeen. Yeah. I didn't have any abilities, Kathy. Like Holy. none. None, not a single fucking one. Like I didn't, I didn't change anybody's limit breaks from like the beginning of the game, and I got oh that my far. God. I was test That's... of root strength through the game. That is impressive. I, yeah. played, <laughs> I played the game all wrong the entire game. Ask, ask Corey. I fucking, you know the the fucking um, the madhouse. Yep. I fought that shit without the fucking Shiva uh um summon. Yeah. Really? Yep. He, he also he, <laughs> half because all I did was dodge, 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 beat the shit out of it, stagger it, hit it with a whole bunch of magic, dodge, 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 beat the shit out of it, hit a bunch of magic. Had to keep doing it. If I had Shiva, I would have beat that oh. shit in two seconds. Joe also, Joe also used all of his spots for each one of his character. Every one of his characters had cure attached to them. Every one of his characters had revive attached to them. So Joe was playing the. If anyone falls down, they get right the fuck back up. That's what I was playing. Yeah, but Joe wasn't using his items, and Joe wasn't using the idea of using the, like, prayer um, attributes. I used items, just not prayer and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which prayer was really good. Which I'm really good at playing, like, regular Final Fantasy games, but, like, that, it was it was very different. Uh, what'd you yeah. ha- um, sorry, what was your comment? I was going to say, see, Corey actually helped me build my, er, uh, like, build my materia and my weapons and things like that. So. I had him who was playing the game at night and who was ahead of me telling me, oh, you should have this materia attached. You should have this and this and this. And oh, yes, yeah. at one time, I did tell him to shut the fuck up. Let's let's go into that. <laughs> um, you guys had a very interesting way of playing this game. Could you, uh, could you <laughs> let our, um, our listeners at home um, into that? Like, it was a very interesting story. I loved it, for one. That, uh, well, when it, when it first came out, Corey and I only had one, or we have one TV, two PlayStations, and one copy of Final Fantasy uh, VII Remake. But Corey's PlayStation had broke, and so we had one PlayStation. And so what we chose to do was, I allowed Corey to play it the night it released, and I played it the day it released. So. Corey would play at night, all night. He would go to bed, and I would get up, and I would play it all day. Such a great story! Like for, like I, I thought it was hilarious the way you guys played this because you guys want to live in like total secrecy of each other and like yeah. not spoil it for each other. And I think that's yeah. like the, the cutest thing ever. And I, I think that every couple should strive for that kind of relationship. So kudos to both of you. Or not. When's your when's your wife gonna play Final Fantasy Seven, Joe? When hell freezes over, <laughs> and probably by the time they remake Final Fantasy Eight, so never. So then, so then, Kathy, uh, quick question for you: What did you find with the combat? Because I know, like, I yes, I helped you at like one. I think the only thing I ever did for you was the motorcycle level. Other than that, you did everything. And how did you Dude, find fuck it? those like, levels? Fuck any of those fucking vehicle levels. <laughs> fuck them all. Fuck them all. They're so dumb. I oh, hated the, the motorcycle chase. It was so brutal. <laughs> Which one? The first one or the one at the end of the game? Um, 
both. Both. The end of the game fight. was ridiculous. That boss fight was so stupid. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. The 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 um first first one too was absolutely ridiculous. It was like, "Why won't this guy die? Why won't he go away? What is his problem?" <laughs> but he made um, me miss a fucking trophy. Yeah, I know, right? Fuck that clown. Yes, exactly. I was like, this guy, I hate this guy. <laughs> um, but with the combat, I found that it was... Okay, with the combat, there was different levels. And I have to admit, after watching Corey play regularly, after we both beat the game, watching him replay it and watching him play it on hard, I realized that they made easy ridiculously easy. Like insanely easy. I think they just made hard ridiculously fucking hard. No, 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 no. Like, give you an example, Joe and Kathy. I don't think ever had to use an actual uh thing of magic to do damage to anyone. She just no, I did. Okay, well, she she could kill most enemies by just attacking with the sword. Yeah, I just took them out by blunt, uh, blunt force a lot of the time, and the Toneberry did not touch me once. Yeah, Tom Berry killed me like 500 fucking times. Fuck that thing. I love, I absolutely love the Tom Berry. <laughs> the Tom Berry, has, he's, he looks really cute in this one. Like, they really, like, flushed him out and made him they look, did. like, super, like, cute and menacing at the same time, like he's supposed to yeah. look. So, I was very, I was very, very taken back. Um, yeah. I know we talked a little bit about presentation, but I still want to touch on the fact that, like, it was just so amazing to revisit all these places from the first, like, two hours of the game and it take 40 mm-hmm. and it take 40 hours like yeah. I, thought oh, that exactly. was, I like how they flushed everything out like when you like i almost cried when we went to walmart for the first time i was like this is like it brought me back to when i was you know when i first got the game and i was like 14 years old like it brought me back to such a simpler time in life where i could just sit and play video games all day and it, it reminded me of like the first time I went to the wall market and I saw it for the first time. It's just that sweeping camera shot. When you first get there, it was like, man, this game is fucking gorgeous. Or like when, when mm-hmm. you first start up the game and it does the opening cinematic and he jumps off the train. I just had a little giddy like laugh because mm-hmm. I was like, man, this this is this is it. Like it's true to form. They tried to stay as true to the main story as they could while flushing everything out and making everyone matter and making like it's it's like playing kind of like a fire emblem game where like the deaths matter it's like permadeath Mm -hmm. like everything matters in this game it's high stakes now it's not just like all right well if i throw this party member in they die fuck it like i would love to see them add a permadeath mode to this game where like if you if you lose a character he's fucking gone forever i mean i think Suck, I cry. <laughs> but um, but talking right. about that, like, let's go into the the big, the big thing that made the huge difference. And like I say, this is right, where cool. the, the spoiler side. If you if you haven't left this episode, we are going to now talk about the ending of the game. If you want to leave and not be spoiled, do it now. If you don't, we've very much warned you more than once. So let's I'll, talk about the ending. The I'll idea of how this... I'll give you 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 4. 2, 1. There you go. <laughs> you impatient bastard. <laughs> well, there we go. So now we can talk about the ending. So like we've said before, this game is very different. And... uh Let's talk about the idea that basically the way they've written this game is the original game is still in this version of the game. But during the the playing through this game, you've actually fought against um, what you find out later is you're actually fighting against um, fate. And you're fighting against the actual of what would happen like the original version of the game. So there's certain parts in the story where things change. And at that point, that's when you're fighting fate. And at the end of the game, you actually fight fate and change the way that things happened, which we not only saw certain characters that we thought were dead, not be dead. 
We also saw the idea that Zach might be coming back. We also saw the idea, or coming back or is back for all we know. And the idea that they really ended this game going, hey, you thought you knew what you were playing? Guess what? You now have no clue. Like the possibilities are endless. It it was epic, basically saying you guys have no clue. Have fun. Now, Joe, what was your take on this ending of craziness? So it was interesting because when I fought set well. Talk about fucking awesome. Like, you get to fight Sethroth in this game. Like, how nice. badass is that? But how badass is that? Like, it makes the ending to the original game. Fuck that. Like, we're doing this. We're doing this now. Like, we're we're setting up a primer for, like, how badass this dude is already. Mm-hmm. I and wish I, I, I honestly wish you would have beat his ass the first time. Like, I honestly wish, like, you get halfway yeah. through the battle and he just fucks you up. Because that's yeah. how it kind of should have been. Like, I don't like how you beat him, because I think that's kind of fucking stupid. Like, like how menacing is he now that I beat him already? Fuck him, right? Yeah. But it sets up a... you How Cloud and Sethroth have always supposed to have that animosity. Well, it sets it up so it's even more now. 100%. So you, actually, you actually get the whole idea of why there's the animosity. And you're like, oh, this makes perfect sense now. Dude, well, I can't. That's the no, big thing, right? It's just the the difference was is that we got to fight against Sethroth, which, in all honesty, I never thought we would do in this version of the game. Because I, I was like, "Oh shit, we're fighting him now! Let's fucking go!" And then the idea that we beat him, and then it's not really that we actually beat him. That's the that's the other thing. The way they ended that fight, the idea that you technically take him out, and you're like. What does Dude, that the Genova mean? Fight? I was like, the Genova fight was fucking sweet, too. Yeah. Oh, God. That was the whole time I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was awesome. Well, and, and, <laughs> and now there's rumors of possibly that they'll be doing the story of um, instead of having Sethroth be the possible like Sethroth is still the main villain. But there's a lot of people thinking that because of how we ended the the first part of this game, we could see the Avent children side of things possibly play a role in this, where we could have Sephiroth clones is what we're fighting throughout the game instead of being mainly Sephiroth and we're having to beat them. And like I say, we have no idea where we're going from now. Like there's no, we know what we're somewhat doing, but we don't have a direct path that says, this is why we're doing this. And that's the, the crazy part is we have no idea what is after Midgar for us. I mean, I think, no, go ahead. I was going to say it would bring in Crisis Core and you Uh, would get Zach's story because, uh, Zach showed up. I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. (laughs) But, uh, with the, um, the Sephiroth clones, Genesis had clones. So Mm. if they break, if they go the way of the Advent children, they have to bring in or, you would think that they would bring add in Crisis Core to the game, which I'm hoping for because I think they're adding everything in. I think they're blending. I think they're blending every single piece of lore into this game. I think Dirge of Cerberus will get in this somehow, and I think we'll have first person shooter like segments or third person shooter segments with Vincent. I think this game is going to be vastly, vastly different than anything you've ever played ever, and I think it's going to be fucking yeah. masterpiece by the time it's all said and done. Um. What was your guys' favorite boss fight the entire game? Uh, I mean, it's a tough one, right? Well, it's it's mm-hmm. it's a tough one because my mind, my natural, like without thinking, like just net, first Sethroth, but at the exact same time, no, it's Rufus, like, man, Rufus, no, 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 no but what, it, man, what, what Rufus and Reno. <laughs> yeah, what I was gonna say is is that's what first comes to mind. But then I think back and I'm like, okay, well, what battles, like, when I fought them, did I feel, like, Sethroth's battle feels more like a cinematic. Like, yes, like, I didn't have any trouble beating Sethroth. Whereas when I fought, um, one of the more iconic fights that I had was when you're fighting, 
um uh now i can't remember his name uh president shinra oh, oh shinra's son yeah, yeah shinra's son yeah rufus. yeah rufus rufus yeah. and dark star that was my favorite yeah, fight in the whole game yeah. dark star that, is his dog yeah yeah that fight was one of the more compelling fights because they were it all compelling. Get the fuck out of here, dude. No, no. But <laughs> the boss fights were legendary in this game. All yeah. of them. But, but actually, actually, Joe. Not one boss I'm, fight in this game sucked. Like I'm going to change like, my answer. Like Ten boss fights in the original game that sucked ass. I can't I'm, name a single one in this game. I, I'm going to actually name another one. And, and you haven't played this one, so you can't have an opinion. I'm oh, going to say... The secret boss fight? The boss battle that was the one of the more crazier ones and all out, and I still haven't beat it yet, is when you have to fight Behemoth with Sh- uh, Shiva. And you have to fight the two summons oh. together. Fuck that. And it's that the, was- they, the summon fights in this game are really where. Dude, I think I that's think- a cool additive, though. We could talk about that real quick. Like how you obtain the summons in this game. You have to fight them, and and yeah. the idea—it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like the uh, trials in um, Final Fantasy VIII. Remember, or where the, you have to go through the 10. trial caves to get, or yeah, or ten. Well, yeah, we have to go through the trials in ten as well. Yeah, but the, the crazy thing about this one and why I like this one so much was uh, when you look at the boss, like the the battle arena battles that they have as challenge arenas. Those ones really tested your skills because. It was the idea that you had not only had to be set up to fight one thing, you had to be set up to fight all the things. And that's where, Joe, you talk about dying to a Toneberry. Wait till you have to do the battle where you have to go through, you go through like some weak guys, then you fight a Toneberry and another boss at the same time, and then you fight, uh, what is it, Ifrit by himself, and then you fight Shiva and Beh- Behemoth together. And then you fight the the two hidden bosses that I haven't fought yet because I haven't got that far. But Kathy's watching me fight the Tomberries are probably the hardest part. That and fighting Shiva and Behemoth are the two hardest parts of that. But that fight, but like it is like gripping the entire time. It is on hard, so you do not have items. You don't have a lot of things. You are straight abilities, materials, and that's all you have. And all that's right. where it's it's the craziness ensues. So so we talked about the good. In this game, does anybody else have any other good things to say about the game before we close out the good section? I'm good on my end. All I gotta say, Reno. <laughs> Reno is pretty badass. I was so happy that they, fl- <laughs> that they flushed the two of them out so well and made yeah. they they made them such assholes like they were in the original. So yes. I was very happy when I beat the shit out of them. I mean, in Advent Children, they made Reno too likable. Oh, 100. They made everybody likable in Advent Children. Though. Yeah. And I had such a crush on Reno, and then in the the remake, they bring him out, and I'm like, he's not like the game, or he's not like Advent Children. No, and then it's a douche. As I'm, as I'm playing, I'm like, he's a fucking asshole, but I love him. <laughs> I mean, the fight in the church, oh, so oh, cool. Oh, God, that was awesome. Or the fight on the roof as they're uh, blowing up Section, she- section 7. Yeah, that was a cool fight, too. Yeah, I'm like, no, 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 I don't have time to fight you. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm getting bombed here, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, how how funny is it, Half like, half the time in this game where it's like, oh, yeah, you think you're done? Nope, another boss fight right after this one. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck, man? Exactly. There's no time I mean, to breathe in those later chapters. No time to yeah. breathe. No, my my favorite boss fight was the fate. Oh, I liked fighting the fates because now, it just they kept coming at you, and you're like, you finally think they're done, and you're like, no, he's back again. What the hell? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hey, Corey, yeah. Corey, um, yep. what did you think of the addition of of um, like the wisps and the whisper? I thought it was really neat. Like I said in the beginning of the game, you're like, "Why the hell am I having to fight these things?" Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck are these things?" Like this and then is it, in the original game. Well, and I was the like, thing is, is I was trying to figure out what they were, right? Because throughout the game, you're like, and then if you now this is the cool thing if you replay this game because I had to replay it on hard now. Now knowing what those are, I mean, it's like, to, but I mean, okay, well, when you do play again this game on hard, and then you go through those parts, and you're like, oh, it makes sense now. 
because like when Eris is about to fall off the the ledge and the wisp picks her back up and you're like well why it was chasing them before now it's helping them what's going on and it's because if she would have fallen it would have changed the way the game the way it was set up it would have changed fate it would have changed the it would have changed from the original game and that's the thing you never picked up on that because you're like oh that's a habit like oh okay weird Maybe it's just because they're protecting her. And it's like, no, they were protecting everyone because it's the idea of changing fate as a whole. So that was the neat thing I really took away from that. How did you guys like fighting the ghost children? That was in, the, in the graveyard. Fuck that thing. Those ghosts are stupid. Ghosts, ghosts were the stupidest enemies in the original game, and they're stupid in this one. Yeah, Fuck those were... ghosts and their stupid icy touch that KOs you in one hit. Fuck them. That's dumb, dude. They're just dumb, and they take so long to stagger. I was like, fuck these. I things. will admit, though, the 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 level added on as the uh, train yard was, was dope. dope. Like they made the train yard dope. Like I was like, I hated the train yard, and then the fight at the end of the train yard, fucking awesome. Yeah, made, made it good, and that's the it big thing. So terrified me. The whole chapter terrified me. The giggling children, the handprints. Oh my god, the hair on the back of my neck was standing up the whole time. And I'm sitting there holding my controller with my shoulders and up to my ears. And I'm like, oh god, this is terrifying. <laughs> 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 I'm like, please end. <laughs> so um, before we finish the good, I'll ask one more question too. What was your favorite addition? in this game that was not in the original game. The battle arena. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Uh, they did a really good job of putting it in the game, too. It's very flushed out. I mean, they have some sort of a battle arena in um, the Golden Saucer Casino, but nothing to the level of this. And I hope well, like the Golden Saucer only continues like this. Well, I, I, I'm going to change that a little bit. I'm going to say battle arena plus the... Uh, battle intel i really like the idea of having that um things to do little side objectives that rewarded you with something because in the original you just you had to secretly find everything or whatever or you did a, a quest line to get an item whereas in this one you were able to get it by hey uh have a materia max out of a certain type here you go here's something for doing that right um it kind of was very neat on the idea of how that all worked. For me, I know it's controversial because apparently everyone else hated them, but I liked the quests. I thought they were fun. And you I got mean, to know the characters a little bit more. And the addition of Johnny and, of course, the Honeybee Inn, that was, that was one of my favorite parts. Yeah, I would say the quests were pretty pretty dope. Uh, yeah, Johnny's fucking man. So anything with Johnny in it, give Johnny his own fucking game. Square, do it right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was awesome. <laughs> Johnny, was good Johnny, for a laugh. Johnny, 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 Fantasy Seventeen. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up now. Johnny better uh, get his own chapter in fucking Final Fantasy uh, Remake Chapter Two. He he better show up because he was awesome. Oh, he's got to be there. He's got to be there. Yeah. He was one of the best, one of the best characters, I think. I just think the game. Um, I think my favorite addition to the game is just overall how they took a five-hour part of the game and flushed it out to forty hours and made me want to keep playing and care. Mm -hmm. And they took such a beloved piece of art. It's not just a game; it's a piece of art, and they made it into something that was even better than it already was and i didn't think that was possible and i was very skeptic about this whole you know project like why remake a game that's so beloved and that is to many considered to be either the greatest game of all time or at least in the conversation for the greatest game of all time if not the greatest rpg of all time i think, I, I think it's the most impactful rpg of all time I think I, in, in, well, if you I look mean, at it's everybody's like, favorite, it's everybody's first RPG, most people's first RPG. When it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's the big change of RPGs. That's oh, the big 100%. Thing about, it's, it's, it, the leap it it's the leap to 3D, right? 
Well, it's not even the idea of the leap to 3D. Storytelling and what you could do in a game. When you looked at the, like, Final Fantasy before that, or even RPGs before that, the main characters were always a thing. But then you always had, like, bad guy one, bad guy two, bad guy three. Like, we never really knew anything about the characters. Whereas this game, you, you, you had Hojo, you had all these other characters that really came in and every single bad guy every single like little side characters like they gave Final Fantasy 7 really flushed out a lot of things they made you under, like when you were fighting each weapon like they the, each weapon had its own look in their own environment in their own place in their own uh like every every it wasn't just walking through a town like when you had to be recruited and be a soldier for that bit. And then, like, you talk to the soldiers, and you had to perform the the in the performance, and you had to learn everything. Like, there's things in that game that flushed out characters and took time to do that, whereas most RPGs never did that before. You would learn about the characters' problems, but not really have problems outside of the original characters. Like, you could miss characters in the original game, which was a big thing, too. Like, Cat Sift and Yuffie, you never really have to have. But, like, the... You have like backstory stuff that never really gets explained or has to be explained in the original, and that's the big difference. But this is the remake. And Joe, I know you want to start us off on what what you hated about this game, so I'll let you. No, no, I won't start us off. But oh, now we're gonna go into the bad of this game. Um, hmm, what do I really say that was bad about this game? I don't. I don't know. Like the, the sometimes the combat pissed me fucking off. Like I'm not gonna lie, because sometimes it just felt over cumbersome just to be over cumbersome. But I got over it after a while, and like once you really get over that hump of like the learning curve of the combat, the game is is combat wise is just as good as like the drive system from like Final Fantasy like 13. Like I love that system. I everyone hates on that game so fucking much, but that combat system was so tight. Like the staggering in the drive system. I want to say, let me see what I could. My only now, this is an issue for me because I've played. I'm going through the game again on hard is. I don't think I understand the idea of them restarting your progression in the side quests. But the idea that if I start a chapter, it automatically reverts all the progress I had through that side quest that I have to beat them all again to get a trophy. That's a little bit of a pain in the butt. Um, Other than that, really, the only thing I could think of that would be anything was I really do think that I didn't get to play as Red 13. That was a pain, kind of a I wish I'm excited for the next one. I mean, cock teased him. Why couldn't they put him in the Hojo fight at least? Right? I was so mad that they wouldn't let us play Red 13. It made me so sad. He's literally part of that fight. Why the fuck is he not? He is. Yeah. And I love him so much. He's such a good character. Dude, how cool was it when you got to play him? How cool was it when you got to flip switches with him? I was like, oh, he's fucking awesome. Yes, exactly. I know. He's so cute. But that would be pretty much bad for me. (laughs) That would be pretty much it. The idea that there was that certain things like that. I mean, really, I couldn't argue too much because every time there was a flaw that I found like, oh, no, if I miss a weapon from before, um, you can buy it. You can buy it from the store in the next chapter. Like the only there's only two weapons, I think, that you can't do that with. But other than that, um, you know, there wasn't really much to complain about, like. I know a lot of people talk about the side quests as their issue, but in all honesty, you don't have to do them. No, you don't. You can just skip them. I, I think you're doing yourself a disservice if you do skip them, because like Kathy and Corey were saying, is it flushes, it, it flushes out the story. It's like it's like watching a manga and then skipping all the filler, and then like when you get to like main story beats, and you're like, wow, why does this character care so much about this character? Well, you would have fucking known if you watched a filler, you fuckhead. <laughs> Like, because that's where all that shit happens. Well, and that's the big thing, right? Is that there's a lot of things that we got flushed out, like uh, a little hidden secret. Uh, if you play one of the side missions in chapter 14, you find out that the teacher, 
Um, no, not chapter fourteen. Chapter. No, maybe dude, it is the, fourteen. The, dude, the matter. Wait, one you one find, of my favorite characters. You find out that the teacher that is uh that helps out with the kids, um, at the 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 school or whatever. You find out that she actually works at the honeybee to earn extra money, but you wouldn't know that if you didn't do the side quest, and. It's things like that where you find out from this person. It's like, oh, no, you saw me of what I do to earn the money I need to do to help the kids. And it's like, oh. I didn't realize. Yeah. Right. And th- there's things that you wouldn't see if you didn't do the side quest. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know if it's the I, I can't remember what chapter it is, but the orphanage, you don't find out unless you do the side quest that it was Biggs who set up the side quest or the uh, orphanage. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And that's a big thing. A lot of people don't understand that they're like, Oh, the side was, it's just a fetch quest thing. And it's not a fetch quest. The, the thing is too, is the side quests I loved about this game was because they weren't just fetch quests. Like they seemed like fetch quests, but when you actually played them out, they weren't. Like, you actually had to do certain things. And yes, some of them required you to fetch things and whatever, but they trained your abilities and it was the way of adding in something that wasn't just... Like, nobody remembers that how much did we have to grind in the original of just random battles to up our materials, to up our level, to up our gold, to up our AP. This game, what they do is they say, instead of you just randomly going and grinding, we're going to give you a mission that involves the grinding to be part of it. And I think that's where the misconception people don't understand is that, okay, would you rather just go battle people for six straight hours or would you rather do six hours of story enticed side quests? I'd rather do six hours of story and story side quests. Me too. Yeah. So, but I, I, I don't know. That's it. That's, I mean, obviously, uh, I don't know, Joe, if you have anything else to add on Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, not really. I have to say, um, it's just a masterpiece, like in storytelling. It really shows that Square has not lost their touch when everybody says that they have. I I just think Square, this is Square's baby, and I think they just waited for the right time to do this game. And I think I'm I'm happy they did it when they did it. And I'm happy that it turned out the way it did. I'm hoping it doesn't suffer from like sequelitis like Final Fan certain Final Fantasies did. Or maybe it'll maybe it'll be like 13 and it'll get better as it goes. Who knows? I mean and, and then Kathy, anything you had that uh, to end on this thing of Final Fantasy 7? Mm. Not really. Just that it's absolutely gorgeous and it's so worth playing. You have the you have no idea how worth playing it is until you play it, and you th- think, "Oh, I was such an idiot for not playing this sooner," because it's just a masterpiece. It's amazing. Yeah, Joe. So let's get into <laughs> the finals of why we call this show "Pass or Play." Fuck you. Um. <laughs> Let's all have a vote on whether we believe we should pass or play this. I mean, we never we never really done this before. I mean, you're just supposed to say pass or play, so you would say, "Would you pass or play?" Yeah, come yeah. on, man, we've done this once already. <laughs> hey, well, we've only Thank done it once. Jesus, you know we're supposed to be experts at this after one show. I I forgot. Um, so obviously it's a play for me. I can't say enough good things about this and. Joe, what do you think? Dude, this is a play. Like you should buy this game. I'd I'd pay full price for this game again. Oh, that that was the next sequel. Like, the next part, Joe. Oh uh, well. Whatever. Jeez, Joe. Obviously, you know we've now done I'm this fucking before. Up. <laughs> yeah, I would play. And then Kathy, how about yourself? I'd play it again. I actually will probably play it again sometime this week. Well, you hear it heard first, first guys. Play and obviously Joe spurted it, but full price, it doesn't matter. Pick this up if it goes on sale, even more of a reason. Well, that's it for this. I mean, if you guys so good, it's so good if it goes on sale, wait till it goes back to full price. 
Because you want to support that developer. (laughs) So, guys, this has been our uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Pass or Play episode. Um, Obviously, you can check us out by... We're part of Game Stuff. You can hear our other podcasts that me and Joe are co-hosts on, like Game Stuff, uh, which you will find at GameStuffCast on Twitter. You'll also find us at GameStuffCast on Facebook. Just type that in. You'll find our public page, which then has a link to our fan page private group if you want to chat with uh, some other people like yourselves. You can uh, thank you for reaching out as well. We are sponsored by Proven Gamer. With that as well, you can visit that site. It has also our Amazon is one of our other sponsors. So once you go to that site, click on those links, buy your things like you would normally do. It helps to support us in the show. Um, Really, our intro is, um, we don't know yet. You guys still need to give us one. Um, I'm trying to auto-tune some weird pass or play one. But like I say, fans submitted. Submit your intro. We will play it. Dude, uh, literally, literally that spoiler alert thing that Kathy did in the middle of the episode. I'm ch- we're chopping that out and using that for spoiler alerts from now on. Like every episode, like when we go into spoiler <laughs> alert country, that spoiler alert, spoiler alert, we're using that 100. <laughs> percent That will forever <laughs> live in the show. Um, and then the logo Kathy, for the show is we don't have that yet either. So if you guys want to, you know, throw a little so, love our way, you can uh, help us out with the logo, which we don't have yet, but. Obviously, the logo for game everything stuff, for us, so we don't have to do it. Yeah, so the logo for game stuff, uh, that's done by Isaac Sago, which w- you will be seeing uh, when you click on this episode anyway, because this is Game Stuff's presents pass or play. And if you want, sometimes we'll do this live. Uh, we don't know where it could be on Proven Gamer at Twitch.tv. It could also be on Game Stuff Cast on Twitch. Could be Grounded Gamer, no E double D on Twitch. Uh, which is where you can find me, the Grounded Gamer, no E double D. Joe, how can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and PSN at Mister TMNT eighty four. I'm not spelling it out anymore because it just takes too long. And then, uh, if you they want to find you, Kathy, if you want to, is there any links they want to share, or if not, just hold your silence, and that is fine. Uh, they could find me on using my uh, PSN uh, name. Which is Mad Cat Hatter. There we go. Perfect. And they can also follow her Instagram at the same thing. Which is Mad Cat Hatter Photography. Which is amazing photos, by the way. Uh, Cheap plug. There we go. <laughs> um, Kathy, thank you for coming on the show. I, I, it's, it's a pleasure to have you. Seriously. It's awesome. I hope you come on thank the show you. again. Thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun. Well, that's good. We'll have more episodes where we can just ridicule me and uh, have my better half on the show. I mean, obviously. He's he's a a walking joke. He's just too easy. Wow. We're just continuing on the... End the episode before... (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Catch us next time on Pass or Play whenever we decide to make one. (laughs) Check you later, guys. Bye!